other night in San Jose, and I'm talking to Sidney Crosby after his outstanding performance that he had against the Sharks, the example that he was ideally setting for the rest of the team. And I said, you know what, to whatever extent you guys played well on this trip, from those positives, it'd mean more than anything if you could carry that, extrapolate that into the three games you've got coming up inside the division. He comes back with exactly. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. It'll be Penguins versus Islanders tonight in Elmont, New York. And after that, it's the Devils. Very next day, back here in Pittsburgh. And a couple days later, it's the Islanders again. The hockey starts getting serious. The hockey starts feeling more serious once you start getting the Metro teams into the mix. You don't see that uh, searching for a tempo or trying to sense what the other team wants to do. No, you know all that stuff. You know all that stuff. You don't have to develop any sort of intensity or emotion because you already have all that stuff. What you have to do and this is essentially what Sid and I were talking about in California, is you got to defend. It isn't all that complicated. It just isn't. And if it sounds like a theme that I pound an awful lot on this program, there's a reason for it. It's not to be monotonous. It's not because I can't think of other stuff. It's because it's what matters the most, and it's also what's missing the most. I had a talk also on this trip with Brian Burke. This was after practice in Los Angeles. And I asked him, what do you like? And I wasn't looking, this wasn't a trap. This wasn't uh, loaded or anything like that. I wanted to hear from the man because he makes a stance regularly that he likes this team. So I asked him, what do you like? I like a lot about our team. I like our leadership. I like our, our forwards. I like our defensemen. I like our coaches. There's really everything about this team to like. It's impossible not to like this team. And I like their resilience. So we've been playing with critical guys injured all year long, and we keep we keep playing competitive hockey. So what I don't like is we haven't been consistent enough. We've had those streaks, and I don't understand that. You win 12, and you go 12 without a loss, and then lose seven. I don't get that. So we got to sort that out. Okay, so you heard what he likes, and you heard what he doesn't like. And what he doesn't like, which you could pick up on the exchange there, was unsolicited, is the inconsistency. Well, what does he mean when he says inconsistency? What does anyone associated with the Penguins mean when they talk about inconsistency? Mike Sullivan's talked about inconsistency. He uses the term volatility at times. You hear it from the players. What is it? Well, again, it's the fact that every once in a while, or whenever they're not going well, most of the time, they don't defend. They're not playing the game right. They're not on top of the puck. They're not pressing the puck. They're not putting multiple sticks on the puck. And then once they do get the puck, if they get it, they'll throw it away. All of which is part of defending. All of it. You can actually, you can name it anything you want. It doesn't have to be defending because I know there's a lot of people who, especially who go back to the 
you know, mid to late 90s in this sport, and they hear defending, and you're picturing, you know, the Jacques Lemaire devils hanging around at center ice, forming a, a clothesline by holding hands, waiting for you. That's not what this is. It's actually the polar opposite. The Sullivan system, you go after the puck. He wants it. He demands it. He'll have two sticks. He'll take three sticks in on any sequence if the Penguins don't have the puck. He wants the puck. Now, you tell me which are the lines that get the puck and which are the lines that don't. Oh, here we go with that one again. But it's true. The top two lines, for the most part, do very well in this regard. The fourth line, you know, not so much. Ryan Paling, Josh Archibald, yes. Teddy Bluger, no. Entire third line, no. In fact, I wish they would even stop calling them the third line. It couldn't be more obvious that they're not the third line. The only reason they're the third line, and maybe this is part of the problem, is that Jeff Carter's on it. So you don't want to look like you're insulting the veteran wearing the Stanley Cup rings by having him on the fourth line, because then it becomes, whoa, demoted Carter to the fourth line. Carter's already been demoted. That is the fourth line. He's got the worst set of wingers on the team, and he himself is the worst forward on the team. That's your inconsistency. That's your inconsistency. Do you think, for a split second, that Burke doesn't know that? Do you think that Ron Hextall doesn't know that? Do you think that Sullivan doesn't know that? Do you think that Sid and the team leaders don't know that? Of course they do. Of course they do. The question is, how will they, meaning the people at the top, respond to it? Because if you think that there's some snap-of-the-finger magical cure for that third-slash-fourth line to all of a sudden start providing energetic 200-foot play, whether you want to call it defending or not, wow, no, 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 that is not about to happen. When we come back, J1Q... from Nick, who says, I'm not speculating on the nature of Tristan Jari's injury, nor questioning his toughness, his courage, or will, but I am wondering if maybe he and the coaching staff are proceeding with an abundance of caution, given the playoff results the last two seasons, the outcomes of which were directly affected by goaltender performance. You know, Nick, here's how this is going. I'm going to actually give you what's happened, and then you can kind of draw your own conclusions because that's all it ends up being is is an individual opinion. The Penguins come out of the bye week and the all-star break with Hextall speaking with us reporter types for the first time in forever, and Jari's status is brought up, and Hextall responds by strongly suggesting that there's been some encouraging developments with Jari, and that he should be back in short order. Over the ensuing few days, including the whole way through the trip in California, and again, I was there for all of it, he described Jari's status the same way. 
In fact, at one point after a really brisk practice in L.A., Sullivan said immediately afterward that he's really, really close. Well, he didn't play. And yesterday he didn't practice, although the team made clear that he'll be accompanying the group out to Long Island. What do you make of that? What do you make of that? Is it unreasonable to suggest that they think he's closer to returning than he does? Is it possible that people like me and you, Nick, are being a little unfair in suggesting something is a little bit more cynical? Or is there a reason that ever since that practice in L.A., Sullivan has gone out of his way to refer to the Penguins' medical people as having not allowed him to participate in this or not allowed him to participate in that. And we are just following what the doctors are telling us. I don't know. I don't know. I do know that this goaltender doesn't play enough ice hockey. Okay. If his reasons are valid or not valid, he still doesn't play often enough to have an impact on this team. And that doesn't align at all with this team's need for a goaltender who can consistently deliver a 925, even a 935 save percentage. This team needs Jari. He's not playing. Take it anywhere you want, Nick and everybody else. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins today and all week long, especially through the California trip. Getting your feedback uh, while I was out there was one of the, uh, I was going to say one of the things that got me through it. it. It makes it sound like you're complaining as a as a sports reporter, and that's never a good look. I love the job. This one was tough. This one was tough. I used to be able to handle these kinds of trips a lot better a few years ago. Let's do this again Monday. Uh-huh.